Hey, it's springtime, and that means pollen and allergies for many of us. That's why we have our Air Doctor air purifier running right now. The indoor air that we breathe can be up to 100 times more polluted than outdoor air. Indoor air pollutants can cause sneezing, congestion, scratchy throat, and even more serious health problems like lung and heart disease. That's why we rely on our Air Doctor, the air purifier that filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants so your lungs don't have to. This includes allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code CALM and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Our podcast listeners also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock in this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code CALM. You listen to this podcast because you're investing in your child's future success. Don't forget to begin investing for your future as well. That's why I'm excited that today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing. And you don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. You can get started with your spare change. Saving and investing is one of the best habits you can model for your kids. So head to acorns.com calm or download the Acorns app to start investing saving and investing for your future today. Paid non-client endorsement may not be representative of all clients. Tier 1 compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash calm. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC, Acorns, is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities LLC, member FINRASIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. So do you have a child who doesn't lose well, right? So when he loses, gets really upset, or many of our kids will change the rules of the game, they'll cheat or they'll quit, right? You've experienced that. Or maybe you've got a daughter who is questioning her faith, who's struggling in her friendships, maybe choosing the so-called wrong friends. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today. On today's episode of the Calm Parenting Podcast, this is actually kind of a bonus episode. I just uh, got off the phone with a couple and I've done a couple of phone consultations today. And I wanted to take some of the main learnings and and really drill down. I'm not going to do the whole thing. I'm not going to go on for 20 minutes on this. But I want to make it very quick so you can get some key insights that are fresh in my mind. So first one is child who um, doesn't lose well. That is many, many, many of your kids because many of your kids feel like life is out of control. They don't always feel in control of their brains or even their bodies, those with sensory issues. And so they try to control everything else. They control other people. They're bossy. They're demanding. They change the rules of the game. They cheat. They quit. They, um, they often struggle with transitions. Um, new experiences are difficult. These are all related to the same thing. And so when they lose, they get really upset. And so just giving a consequence for that won't really change anything. Long term, a couple things we want to do. One is we want to build a child's confidence. 
Because a child who feels confident about himself, who feels good about himself, who has his place and space in the world and in the family, who doesn't feel like he's the the uh, black sheep of the family, the one who's always in trouble and everybody's teaming up on him and you like your his siblings better. Well, a child who feels good about himself doesn't need to cheat, doesn't need to put down his brothers and sisters, right? There, there's all the same root in a lot of these things. And so a couple things I uh, encourage them to do besides that is one, practice losing. Practice it. So when we had all these kids at uh, camp, for those who don't know, we used to invite kids into our actual home. And we had about 1,500 of them come through our home over the course of a decade. Most of the kids couldn't lose well. So I had this kid and he played goalie. Well, he'd get furious when someone scored on him and he'd yell at his defenseman. He'd be like, you guys aren't playing well. And he'd throw the ball out the ref. And it was just kind of a mess. And his parents got embarrassed. So when he came to our house, they said, hey, here's what we're doing today. We're going to go up to the soccer field. And I would actually practice scoring on him. I would score on him. And I would kick the ball right past him into the net. And I'd say, so what does that feel like? And he's like, well, just, you know, you're, you're not playing fair. He's like, ah, we're not doing excuses. What does it feel like? And he's like, well, just, you know, I feel like a loser. I'm like, you're not a loser. You just, someone just scored on you. That's all it is. It went in. And then half the time, you're going to get it and you're going to save it. And half the time, it's going to go in. Doesn't make you a loser. So he's like, I know, but and I was like, so here's the deal. You're competitive, you're strategic. When the other team scores a goal on you and you overreact and you get upset and you throw a little tantrum, you throw the ball back at the ref, they know that they got under your skin. Now, here's what I know about you. You're really good. You're really good at pushing people's buttons. And the reason you do that is not because you're a jerk, it's because you understand human nature. You, you like to tinker with things, with Legos, with taking things apart. And you also like to tinker with people's brains. You know exactly how to push your dad's push buttons and your mom's and your sister's. You're really good at it because you've got a strategic brain and you're a good thinker and you understand human nature. But here's where you're not applying that. On the soccer field, you let the other team see you sweat and they know that you're upset and they're in your head now. You're the one that's usually in other people's heads, so let's apply that on the soccer field. So here's what's going to happen. I'm going to score on you. I'm going to score on you relentlessly. And every time I score, you're going to turn around, you're going to walk back, and you're going to get that ball. Now on the way back there, you can say some things under your breath. You can scowl if you want. But as soon as you bend over and pick up that ball, it's done. It's done, and you've moved on. And you will roll that ball back to the ref and not let them see you sweat because I want them to see you as big and confident and strong, right? And so we would practice it. Sometimes you actually have to practice losing. I used to practice um, uh, teaching kids how to lose at Monopoly, and I would walk them through the game and what it felt like, and we would practice saying, good game, you won, I lost, right? So there's some value to that. I would encourage, I encourage these parents, you know, a lot of what we do in the phone consultations is not really focus on the negative things. I already know all the negative things about your kids, right? I, I've lived through that. What I want to find out is what do they love? What are they good at? What, what really animates them? And we build on strengths. See, when we find out something your child's really good at, we can use that to help him overcome some of his weaknesses. Well, this family had lived overseas and their son actually sp speaks German. So I was like, okay, 
So when he's playing, instead of yelling from the sidelines, you need to calm down, control yourself, son, because that always works. Instead, have a German code word that you yell. Allow him to speak to himself in German when he's upset. Sometimes things like speaking in German or singing a particular song bring a measure of comfort. It's unique. It's different. It throws you off. It gets you into a different mindset. Just be creative in all these different ways, right? And we talk a lot about um, uh, this mom we were talking to when they played a game and she won. Um, she started to understand that when he says, oh, you're being mean, you're, 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 you're being, um, you're cheating and doing all of those things. What he's really doing is internalizing certain things. And what he hears is you're a loser, right? That's what a lot of kids are, kids experience. When they lose, they associate it with you're a loser. And they already feel like losers because they're always in trouble, always on the red on the behavior chart. And because all we focus on is, is behavior, not building these kids up inside. So they feel like that. So when they lose, it just reinforces that. And that's why we've got to spend more time affirming what's right and giving them tools to succeed. I hope you don't, don't get tired of me telling you that, but it's more important than you can possibly imagine. Most of the time on the calls, look, we get to consequences sometimes, but you know what I'm using for consequences? And this is really good. I'm just going to throw this in as a bonus. Instead of taking something away, the best consequence sometimes is a child doing a service project, an act of service, an act of contrition for that teacher, that principal, that parent, that sibling. It's a really valuable tool that's really cool and it works better. So talking to the next set of parents and they've got a teenage girl who had um, pretty much spent all of her life in a Christian school, but now she is going to a regular public school. So a couple things are happening. One is she is testing she is uh, 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 going against and testing her faith, and she's questioning her faith. And you know what that really is? See, we get all defensive. Oh, I can't believe that she's doing that. She's turning her back on all the things we have deeply held beliefs and all that. I get that. It's scary if you're a person of faith. But here's what we miss. What if we turned that around and said, honey, I admire you. I admire you because you have actually have the courage to speak up and say things that I've been afraid to say for many years or even decades. I admire you because you're smart and you really think about these things. And the fact that you're questioning your faith shows me that you care enough to get it right. See, parents, look, please look beneath the surface. Oh, she's questioning our faith. No, it's, here's what it really is. She cares enough about it to actually question it because she wants to get it right. Because what she's saying inside is, if I'm going to follow this system of belief or this person, I want to do it right. And I want to do it with my whole heart. And as long as I have all of these doubts, I can't throw myself into it fully. So I need to express these doubts. I need to question these things. And then what do people like that encounter? Well, I can't believe that you don't believe and you're just doing... And now they're shut down. Why do you think there's so many people who are angry when they shouldn't be, right? When they shouldn't have experienced that because we get so defensive when we shut down communication, when in fact we should be celebrating the fact that someone is curious enough 
to act and, and cares enough to actually to question it so that they can get it right so that then they can be fully into it and behind it. That's what we really want. But instead, as parents, we just want, well, you just need to be obedient to what I said. Why? Why? Am I that fragile? And in this case, is God that fragile that he can't stand someone would question something? Look, so many of the things that we believe need to be questioned. They should be. The world would be a better place if we question those things, right? So celebrate that and tell her and say, I admire you for that and I'm open to your questions. And by the way, I've had a lot of those same questions myself. I was just afraid. I was too much of a people pleaser and afraid that I was going to be rejected. And thank God you came along because you're asking the right questions, right? What would that do to your conversation? What would that do to your relationship with this girl, right? And what really hit me partway through the conversation is, why are we talking about this girl's behavior? She's a good kid. And what I see from the outside is, I see a curious girl with a really big heart who, when she passes a homeless person, asks her parents to stop and gives her own money to the homeless person. Who, when they got in trouble, she and her friends got in a little bit of trouble at school, she defended her friends and she took the blame. Is that not what our faith teaches us to do, right? Oh, she's questioning her faith. No, she's actually started freaking living out her faith. She's doing what we want her to do. We just don't like the way she always does it. And we're uncomfortable with her questioning when we should welcome that with open arms. And with her friends, guess what's happening? She went from a Christian school to a public school. So guess what? She's a curious kid. She's hanging out with different friends. And again, good parents will get defensive like, oh, she's not hanging out with the right kids. So instead of fighting it, being defensive and being afraid of it, enter into it. Hey, honey, I'm curious. What, what about these other kids? What intrigues you about them? And you open up the conversation and make it safe for your, your daughter to say, they're really intriguing to me. And they're interesting and they see the world in a different way. Well, in what kind of ways? What are you learning from them, right? And, and you're helping your daughter actually figure it out and her place in the world. You're helping her figure it out. Because I guarantee you in this particular case, this is a sensitive girl. And I, I can almost guarantee what she's doing. She's befriending these kids, not just because they're different and unique and that's interesting to her but because they're the outcast kids who get denigrated and who get judged and she has a big heart. And I guarantee you, look for the religious people, my Christian friends out there, she's doing what Jesus did. She's going and befriending the outcasts who weren't popular and didn't behave and dress and look the right way. And she's actually doing it. And yet we as parents sit back and judge and look at her like she's doing something wrong when in fact we should be admiring this girl for having the courage to reach out to the kids who are not the popular ones, right? Like see how that works. We get so defensive over these things and we miss out on this girl who's a curious girl with a really big heart who we should want to be more like instead of trying to change her just because we're not comfortable with it and just because we have our own hangups. See how that works? See, it's relationships change behavior. Look, if we can help you in any way, reach out to us. 
You can email our son Casey, C-A-S-E-Y, at CelebrateCalm.com. Tell us what you're struggling with. We'll try to give you some ideas, some insights. We'll, we'll, we'll provide the right resources that you need within your budget. If you want to do a phone consultation or mentoring with me, sign up for it. It's at CelebrateCalm.com. But let us know how we can help. But please take this to heart and start seeing your kids in a different way and giving them tools to succeed. It will change things. It will change things more than any consequence that you give. All right. Love you all. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.